0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the fight to finally begin. Uh, me and Rolando are going to have an argument about why Dark Souls either sucks or is awesome, with me defending its awesomeness while Rolando not knowing what the hell he's talking about. So, where can I even begin with how awesome Dark Souls is? Can I? Should I talk about the mechanics in the game? Should I talk about the plot behind it? Because I can defend almost every single facet... But I guess I can begin by saying that everything that Dark Souls is, is what Nintendo isn't. Nintendo's kind of had a notorious, if you remember our previous episode for loyal listeners, a notorious history of being a game a series that holds your hand and doesn't really make you do anything or work for anything. All the achievements are kind of hollow. So Dark Souls, in comparison, doesn't give you Anything you have to work for, it, and you have to die a lot, and ma- learn from your mistakes. And almost every single failure that you receive in that game, every single death, it comes from you, not because of a mechanics failure. There are some exceptions, like when they change how powerful a weapon is with a recent patch, which absolutely sucks for people who've spent hours building a particular character, but normally it balances out more than anything else with the exception for what happened with magic so to really begin i'm gonna just start off by saying that i've only really played demon souls and dark souls 2 i kind of took a hiatus from dark souls 1 which sucks because i heard that's really the best of the series and i played bloodborne but i'm not going to talk about bloodborne if Rolando wants to pick a fight with that, I'll definitely chew his ass out about that later. One of the things about Dark Souls that I love is just how open it is in terms of how your character begins. For the most part, all the characters have very... they have equipment and skills that in the beginning of the game that'll make the gameplay different, and you're gonna face every single battle differently as a result. So awesome replay value right off the get-go. But what it really comes down to is learning everything as fast as you can. You're kind of going to have to balance between everything. You're going to specialize in stuff, but it's never going to be in one particular field. You're probably going to learn a little bit of magic. You're probably going to learn how to get the hell out of dodge when something's chasing you down. And you're definitely going to learn not to fight six or seven enemies at the same time. Because like it is in the real world, that that shit doesn't fly. It's going to end horribly for everybody. Mostly you, but what really makes the game like shine in terms of gameplay is really how the the two aspects of player versus environment and player versus player kind of interconnect and how it it's seamless. You're gonna get killed by a bunch of shit that's gonna piss you off and it's going to set you back, and you're going to get frustrated. But the same person who might have gone into your game and killed you might end up being the same person that's going to help you in your next boss fight. And it's really weird when that happens. Or when you fight the same person over and over, and you finally get to revenge kill them. Which kind of happened to me yesterday. One of the... One of the... Memories are slipping slowly away from me I'm trying to pick one particular thing that I like But everything keeps rushing When you end up working together In like a team It rewards you for it it rewards you in legitimate ways You end up becoming revived When you were killed You get all your health You get some souls There's a whole bunch of different reasons Why you should really work together Although you can for a fact Not necessarily do that There's certain mechanics in the game that you can take that prevent you from working with other players, either on Steam or on PS3 or PS4, depending on which version you play. And it's awesome in any case, because it's a trade-off. You get to just straight-up rush through the game, or you get to work slowly through the game with chaotic elements added to it. you get to learn new skills and sometimes when you fight people you see how some weapons that are in the game work out because there's some game and weapons and stuff that you want to use in game versus enemies that are computer based and weapons that work better on players who don't know how that weapon is utilized personally i'm a player versus environment sort of guy i sometimes get dragged into fighting other players and i regret it most of the time Sometimes because I die pretty badly, other times because it's just, it kind of gets in the way of what I'm doing. And Ro is probably going to bring that up as one of the main flaws in the game. I actually think it's pretty awesome because that's kind of reflective of what's going to happen in, like, a real case scenario of the world. You're not going to really know what's going to be around the corner. Might be some random dude that's going to murder you, might not be some random dude that's going to murder you. Who knows? Every day's a mystery. And while we're talking about the mechanics of that, I think that's interesting because it ties in with the storyline in a lot of ways. For people who don't know the storyline behind Dark Souls 2, and for people who are smartasses and are going to say it's a sequel to Dark Souls 1, fuck you. It's that Dark Souls 2 is based on a world where there's something that's equivalent between a plague and a curse affecting the world. And people are losing the fire, the soul that's within them, and they're becoming husks or hollows of what they were before that fire first came into them. And the player is one of those people who's cursed and they're trying to figure out how to not lose all their memories and, not how to, and to not become completely hollow. So a lot of the gameplay elements revolve around that, hence why when you die you lose some parts of your health and why you lose all your souls they kind of go back out into the world and you're kind of tasked with getting them. And the gameplay behind that for when you team up or you fight people, it's very intricately tied in with that. Because a lot of ways a lot of way a lot of times all these other players are kind of doing it and fighting for the same story-based element you are. You're trying to not hollow. You're trying to get to the end of the road. And you're trying to reach these by different ways. Sometimes it's by joining covenants and acquiring certain skills and abilities as a result. Sometimes you hunt down other players to harvest their souls or to benefit from it in some way. And sometimes that explains why that same person might be joining you. Because it benefits you. And it also explains why you're letting someone who might have murdered you into your group. Because it benefits you in some way as well. So in a lot of ways it's very selfish and it's done in a way that makes sense. It's done in the same reason why the players themselves might be doing it instead of why the characters in the game are doing it. And in a lot of cases that benefits you in other ways. Like I said, Covenants give you benefits, they give you spells and weapons that are often top tier in some way shape or form, although not necessarily absolutely given as a best it just gives you certain benefits that you can utilize and for you achievement hunters it does give you achievements unfortunately and now we get to the main argument that most people have for hating dark souls or any of the soul series and even bloodborne and that is the difficulty of the game For those of you who aren't aware of it, Ro actually showed up to my house a few weeks ago and saw me play Dark Souls 2 and get murdered about four times in the game in less than ten minutes. And he flipped out wondering why it is that somebody would like anything like that and why I'm not getting frustrated about it. And the fact is is that you do end up getting frustrated when you, you get killed, but unlike most games where you actually freak out and you say, and you blame it on the mechanics of the game, for the most part it's on you that you get killed. It is purely on how you reacted in certain situations, how you didn't dodge correctly, how you didn't block correctly, how you didn't utilize whatever skills and abilities you have depending on your character and that's one of the main reasons why I like the game and one of the main reasons why I say it is what Nintendo isn't. It is a game that relies on your the player's skills and wits and how they want to tackle a given situation. A boss fight played as a cleric is going to be different from a, a boss fight played out as a, a warrior or even a mage. You learn to fight in different ways and you're going to have to tackle the problems differently. But certain skills, such as how to dodge and how to block and whatnot, that's all going to be the same. And it really comes down to the player to figure out how to do that. And a lot of people, I think, that do flip out and they break their controllers. It Some of them might be for legitimate reasons of being frustrated. Maybe it's anger management issues. Who knows? It might be whatever it is, but I've gotten quite pissed a couple of times getting killed, but it's never been because I've gotten killed in the fight, it's because of how I dodged imperfectly or I did a stupid mistake, you kind of realize when you make those errors, even when you're doing it before you get hit or even before you get killed, you kind of realize at some point that that's what the mistake that you made is. And as a result, it lets you kind of figure out the path that you want to take as a character. Maybe what order you want to fight certain enemies. Maybe how you want to fight a group of them. How you might want to pull one enemy. If you want to walk into an ambush that you've gotten killed on three different occasions, it comes down to you as the player on how to do that. And there aren't that many games that really give you that freedom. Really, there's not that many. A lot of the games that kind of, and that give you freedom, such as, say, Skyrim or Mass Effect or Dragon Age, which are some of my favorite titles out there, they give you some versatility in what you can do and how to handle a situation, but nothing, absolutely nothing like how they do in the Dark Souls series you might try and spend time developing equipment and developing your equipment has major implications in how much damage you do it improves multiples and which is a, um, a mathematical equi- and like equivalent in the game that I'm not going to get too far into it, but increasing the amount of damage a weapon does by a certain scale doesn't increase it by that much. And even when you like maximize weapons and loadouts and whatnot, it doesn't mean that a fight's going to be easy most of the damage and stuff is marginalized and it's not going to come down to you one-shotting super powerful enemies. It's going to come down to you doing just slightly more damage or being able to utilize certain spells more often or making them more effective that gives you the shot to win and it comes down to you kind of realizing that as a player that that's what it it is and like I said there's no other game that does it nothing that i can think of remotely the, the spin-off series they do the equivalents they kind of may take some aspects out or include them but really that that decision making left to the player is only found in that there's there's a reason to keep some of your weaker weapons there's a reason to use some of your older weapons there's really weird builds that you see I got killed by a dude that used a scythe and a pairing dagger together because he used a dagger to, black- to deflect my moves and counter. And that sounds absolutely ridiculous in a, like a real fight if you ever meet a dude that's going to use a scythe and a dagger combo. Which would be weird. Really weird. Absolutely odd, actually. But it is what leads to you kind of following different paths. And you'll fight people that just use shields, dudes that just use daggers, some people that don't even wear clothing and just use their hands to beat you, and they will figure out a way to do it, because there's going to be a unique way to fight, and that's really the beauty of Dark Souls. So, hopefully, my argument will be better than Rolando's. We'll hopefully hear from you guys on either our Twitter, or email us. So, good luck, guys, and I hope that you might take a chance at playing the games. And the new one's going to be coming out in a few months, so maybe I'll see you there.